0: Welcome to The Shake-Up Podcast. I'm your host and co-founder of Mystic Consistent, Jared Bell. This is a podcast where we invite friends of the brand into our studio. We get to know their story a little bit better. We chat all things business, culture, and marketing, all while shaking up a few cocktails. This week on The Shake-Up Podcast, we have a special guest joining us with an incredible COVID success story similar to that of Mystic Consistent. Michael Sears is the founder of the booming home gym equipment called The Home Gym Guys. As we all know, COVID sucks, but the global pandemic presented an opportunity for Michael and he's created an amazing business and brand from it. Michael's story is equally as interesting as it is inspiring and is the perfect example of trusting in your craft and taking huge risks. This is an amazing episode, so let's get into it. Welcome to another episode of The Shake Up, this week's episode, absolute banger, we've got the man, the myth, the moustache behind the home gym guys, welcome to the studio mate. Mate, thanks for having me. Michael Sears, he's here, we're going to run through, but he's had an amazing like pandemic growth business Sorry. we're going to get all that out of him, but mate, what? where do you come from, what's your background, you living here on the Goldie, you always been from here or what? Nah, well, we, we've been living down here for a few years. We first sort of,
1: um, like originally I'm from, um, Toowoomba, don't hold that against me, um, <laughs> but yeah, originally from Toowoomba's Toowoomba. popping
0: off now, mate.
1: Oh, mate, real estate, get in there. <laughs> yeah. You know, don't move back there. <laughs> <laughs> Just buy. Just buy. Um, but, um, yeah, originally from there was there, was there, um, most of sort of, I'm um, 30 now, I was there until I was 23, um, worked as, like, a boilermaker and stuff like that and then uh, worked in, worked away in the mines. Then, um, like, when I was, like, 23, moved overseas with a mate of mine, lived in France. Um, mm. Done a bit of travelling, boss. A, nice. yeah, done
0: a bit of... <laughs> needed to get out of Toowoomba. <laughs> <laughs> mate, <I> was...
1: <laughs> it wasn't serving me too well. <laughs> but, yeah, like, lived overseas for a few years and then, and then when like, I met my wife and we moved... Uh, like, my wife now, but we moved back and then, like, did Brizzy and... Moved to the coast here, but living yeah. down in Tweedheads now and really want to get back here to Burley. Like, we were living in uh, Palm Beach for a little bit, yeah. which was good. But then we sort of moved away to try and, you know, that family life, your, you know. Your wife's <laughs> from over there? Where's your wife from? My wife's from um, from Wimbledon yep. in London. Um, so, <clears throat> we, um, like, I met her sort of about a year into my travels while I was sort of over there. Yep. Um, got set up on a bit of a blind date
0: yeah good (laughs) paid (laughs) off you did well then it (laughs) It went well well. (laughs) (laughs) it went well I take it
1: yeah no it did it did go well a couple of mates of ours like um like her one of her friends and one of my friends they were sort of in cahoots together and they were like oh like we wanted to like they were trying to like one of my mates was like oh I've got this real hot chick she's mates with Margot Robbie and I was like (laughs) oh yeah sweet I mean let's go and then (laughs) her friends was like oh I've got this dude who's you know Like, I want to set you up with someone. She was like, oh, my things are, he has to be, uh, have an accent, tattoos and, um, have dimples. And I'll, in
0: In comes Prince Charming. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. And you guys are married now? Yeah. Married now. Baby on the way. Expecting how far along? Um,
1: I don't know how far, like, I don't know the distance stuff, yeah. like the weeks, but we're due
0: in the 4th of you October. you got nine months to prepare, get fucking prepared. Oh. <laughs> you know. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> One's three, and it's nearly four, and it's madness. So you've only got one? Only one, mate, and no, we're one and done. Thank you very much. One and done. Done. Thank you very much. Got okay. a girl, and I'm a happy man. Do you know what you're having? Nah, we don't. going to leave it as a surprise. Yeah. Fuck, yeah. I couldn't do that if I tried, man. Well, I, she hates it. It's, hard. it's doing her head in.
1: Like it's she's coming good now, but like I was like, nah, I don't care. I've
0: got to I'm about pop. preparation. I want to know. So she, yeah, like I want to be, I wanted to be fully prepared. I want to know what I was buying. Who was like, and you know when people buy, she like fuck. You say thank yeah. You. Like you're grateful, but you kind of don't really love it. <laughs> like, I hate to say it. My
1: mum did that the other day with this random <laughs> fucking pullout thing. She goes, oh, this will be good for a truck. Like we thought she was sent it to us as a joke. It's this like beach <laughs> pull apart backpack. And like Katie's like, your mum tagged us in this thing on Facebook today and said she bought it for us. What, do you think she's joking? And I looked at it and I was like, she's a hundred percent joking about that. And then it like, there's up- no fucking chance she bought that. And then like, then we were speaking to her on the phone. She goes, your thing should be arriving soon. And I was like, did you buy that? And she goes, <laughs> she goes yeah, it'd be good for the beach. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah well,
0: sweet. Look, like she out, got hard Shout nailed out to mum marketing. if you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> Email marketing got mum straight up. That's so good. Yeah. So, mate, you guys are expecting what – you started this business literally smack bang, middle of the pandemic, like th- this – if you are watching on YouTube, otherwise we'll uh, jump on Instagram at the home gym guys. It's yeah. At, at the home gym guys. Yeah. It's a, it's called a Tib bar. Yeah. Is what we called it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's basically strengthen your tibs and it's, it didn't exist. Really? Didn't exist nah. at all? or
1: Nah. There was like really? a, there was like something that was around like years ago. Um, that was sort of similar, but then like, I guess if, if like, I could just even
0: take you a bit of like you, back tibs, through. If by you're the like, way, your tibs are like, where are you? Tib? You like between like your? If you shin were doing your...
1: like a, it was like a, tri, like if you got like a tricep bicep. Imagine like, imagine having.
0: <laughs> where is it? <laughs> just there. Yeah, it's right, never there. gotten his legs that leg. Leg high before in <laughs> his life. Up. My legs up on the table currently. <laughs> just
1: pointed out. So yeah, it's uh, if you were uh, looking at the uh, my shin, it would be just there. So like, it's like if you were to have like a um, so like people who got like a bicep tricep, it's like calf yep. to calf gotcha. to calf to that. So that's where that is, but. Yeah, like we we sort of created that on a whim from a from a couple of from a coach over in the states, and um, it was sort of right. Like we were, um, like I guess we were, we were in talks with him. Like I'd created another product with, with him that that had started to really start to take off, yep. but like it was sort of just you know gaining a little bit of momentum, wasn't really doing what it was doing, and I sort of threw a hail mary pass at him with this, and not really knowing like how it was going to impact well now the world but like it, it we just sort of made it. it took me about 20 minutes with a bit of scrap steel in the in the garage and then that then turned into
0: pretty big global business absolutely <laughs> when was that it was like jan or earlier than jan last year
1: we launched um we launched the tibar on the, the the 5th of december um 2020 and we'd already sort of been that was still when we were yeah
0: you guys go. were making you you also make like racks like home gym racking like yeah. self-standing racks that you can do chin-ups do all, all that. that kind like, of stuff on we
1: we started out by we started out by um like the the funny part about it was like we'd actually started our business when we were like i was i was working with um a company called real movement and working with uh with a guy called keegan smith who is probably one of the top like strength conditioning coaches in the world and i was just I was just doing a bit of sales stuff for him, a bit of back end stuff, which was like really cool um like he, you know he's he's one of the coaches of Sonny Bill Williams, so like yep. we were like he he did like a big tour with Sonny Bill Williams and like done some training and stuff like that so it was a really cool little company that I was working with, and it was just a bunch of coaches and I thought to myself, well, I built my own gear at home in our like double Bay garage, and I thought to myself. Geez, that was a piece of piss to d- knock up like maybe i might like, for
0: reference you're a boiler maker yeah so i you, boiler, understand, yeah, you yeah. understand how to weld and make stuff so <laughs> yeah, it's not yeah. it's a piece of piss to you but yeah. other <laughs> other people are like yeah bullshit <laughs> yeah. what's but, this yeah the these goggles this thing that's sparking me burning me so so yeah
1: like like i was i've been a boiler, like i was boiler maker for like eight years like when i was pre- like come through my apprenticeship school based apprenticeship like anyway and so like um so i made that and i, th- I thought to myself like if this was this easy, like I'm in this really good network of people, like wonder if I can, you know, exploit that and turn it into a business. And then, so when we launched it, we launched in like Jan Feb of 2020 and it sort of, I, I got a bit of interest. We did a little bit of stuff, but nothing really actually took off. Like I th- expected it to. Yeah. And then um, like we were running some ice bath workshops and some like breathing workshops, like out of our, what turned into the garage the 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 workshop but but it was just the double bay garage and then um so in and around like
0: health and health and fitness yeah and just you
1: know i was already in that like i was already sort of in that and that's why i thought like i could sort of exploit that that network that i already had like i thought i could get in there with something that i actually was good at like with like being a boilermaker i thought i could sort of like navigate that yep and then, yeah, never really took off that much. And so, like, I actually tried to sell all of our gear, like, because it was just taking up space. Um, and then at the time, like, at the time COVID actually hit, like, when it was, like, late to mid to late March.
0: March, April, issue. Yeah, that, that, yeah.
1: that area, like, like Katie and my, my wife and I, we've sort of gone through a bit of a hard time. We just had a miscarriage and stuff like that. So it was, like, we decided to go away for a little while. Yeah. Because we're just, you know, as you do. When you're in that sort of reset. environment, we thought yeah. we thought, oh yeah, let's go away for a bit. And anyway, while we were away, my phone just started going off, and it was like whatever it was, like Sunday or the Monday, and it was just like Marketplace, 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 Gumtree, Gumtree, and I'm thinking, what's going on here? Like oh, I had a couple of ads on Gumtree and Marketplace yeah, right. of like custom gym equipment here, like in choir here. Oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. one of them, like just a just you're a you're the, photo. You're like, the guy when
0: I'm looking for vintage furniture clogging up my feet. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it wasn't even an ad.
1: Like I wasn't even an ad. It was just, it must have been just in the realm somewhere. Yeah. And anyway, that was like, like we flicked the news on and then all gym gear had sold out. And then- um but, mate,
0: I remember it was mad. Like was that, that for you would have been like, fuck, uh, am I on here? Am I on this is opportunity? Like- you couldn't go to Kmart and get a skipping rope or a yoga mat or like literally everything had sold out.
1: We had, um, the funniest part is, is like, it was, so we got there on the Sunday. We were meant to stay Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or something like that. It was whatever those days were It was yeah. like three or four days. And then, um, it was the Sunday that it happened or the Monday when it closed, when everything got like, we were like one day in, in one day. By, at all. by <laughs> two days later, we we're supposed to be kicking back. I said to Katie, let's pack the bags and get the fuck out of here. Cause like it's on. And I just like decided, I was like, I said to her, I was like, like this could be our opportunity to actually, we, by the time we'd gotten back to Tweed, I hadn't got suppliers. I hadn't got anything. And I was taking people's money. I was like, yep, fucking oath. We can do that. Quarters, let's go. You know, yeah. like I'd, I'd spoken to a guy in, in Tweed who said, yeah, I can hook you up with the steel. I'd had all the gear at home yeah. and I just decided, yeah, I'm going to start making it. And so, like we left early, got home and then I just sparked up the welder and, and oh, we, went. Were, we were off. And so like we just started making anything really that we could, like people, like I was just, it was by myself, like just out of the garage and I just started making like squat racks and, you know, anything really like we were just, and I just worked it out. And
0: Mate, that's oh. sick. You just took a full, like people out there buying, panic buying shit and you just. Panic buying
1: shit. And I was just like, yep, sweet. Yep, took, sweet.
0: took, saw the opportunity, took the advantage. <laughs> Packed the bags And just went Mate that's sick Like that's That's very similar To our story Like when When everything Everyone else were like Oh fuck Take it as a Like I've spoken to people that are like I'm gonna take it as a holiday Like I'm just gonna sit back I'm gonna get They introduced keeper And people like I'm just gonna get my job keeper. I'm just gonna sit back I'm gonna cruise And then Some people saw opportunity And they just went for it eh? Like that's uh, That was That was us idea, Like man. Katie a- Katie was the same Like so Katie
1: Like Katie had a Catty had an online like she's web developer yep. so and like an online marketer so for both of us as soon as covid kicked in our businesses just went fucking crazy because she went from like she had all of these people that went and switched to online so she was just pumping websites out like yeah. crazy she was just like boom 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 like pumping websites and so for both of us like when people were talking about like oh covid like we we're like COVID like we we're busy man like we didn't have any breaks like yeah, nah, I was borderline like at the at the there was a point there where like all the borders were shut and I was boot like I was basically bootlegging gym racks around the Gold Coast because we were over in New South Wales and you had to get across into Queensland oh, yeah I remember so I had like my neighbor's ute had a Queensland license plate on it so I'm like cruising across like in this old rodeo <laughs> like dropping off rigs and people like Oh, can you drop it off here? Yep, sweet. Yeah, let's do it. You know
0: Mate, the border crossing scared the shit out of me because we we were living in Sydney. We moved back and we'd we'd done like a border dash right before. Yeah. Literally right before they were like hard closed. No one comes from no one comes from Sydney like done. And I was like, we got over. Yeah. And our kitchen was in my bar when we first started. Yeah, I remember like, that. You're the the, you're and, with the, uh, and I was like, man, I'm I'm not going back across. I'm I'm <laughs> until my number plates change and my license doesn't say a hot spot in New South Wales, like Walara, well, which like the, was like the worst. I was like, I'm not going back over. I'm not going to go see the kitchen. I'm like, I want to, but I just I physically can't run the risk of going over and then being like, well, why are you here? What are you doing? Asking you yeah. doing questions and that. Like Jeremy would fill up the back of the ute with mixes and put ice in and shit and do the do the border run. Then he'd drop it to me and we'd delete, like, we'll deliver like we're delivering and shit. Like it got, you it just got, had to do what you had to do. Eh?
1: It got ridiculous. Like even like you know whatever, but like you know people were coming in and like people were coming in and, like, having to dodge up border passes and all sorts of stuff mm. to try and get across because, like, it just got ridiculous. Like, it was, you know, yeah, I get it, whatever, COVID. But, like, <laughs> you know, people were trying to have – like, that's the first time I've really thought to myself, like, holy shit, like, anything could go on here and, like, you just got to try and either make money or, like, work it out, like, either mm. way. But for us, like, we just, you know, we just went for it and, and had to try and work it out. But, yeah, for – yeah, it was a crazy time.
0: And you but like at that at that point this tib bar like that your, your main product now that you sell did not mm. exist. No, nah, it was
1: just not even in existence yet. Like we were actually trying to like we were trying to crack like the the fit out ses- section yep. like I really wanted to like sort of idolize I guess like the the big companies and that was the trickiest part like before covid happened and the reason that we tried we we're probably going to like you know if it wasn't for covid I probably wouldn't have a business because I was going to throw the towel in because I thought oh the big companies that you know they've got the market sewed up. Mm. So it was just too hard for like a little guy to come through. And so we were just going to go into, like I was just going into like custom building bits and bobs for people and sort of people that to could, scale. Because it's
0: not, it's not cheap, like, especially when you get to a point, like most people go to Kmart, they buy a yoga mat and a skipping rope and a medicine ball and it's 35 bucks for mm. all, all three of those items. But like manufacturing, steel, like all that kind of stuff here in Australia it's time consuming mm. like i can't imagine it's cheap to have a home gym set up like what you were producing but at that point people didn't give a shit they just if they had the money they would spend it on the funniest home part gym.
1: yeah the funniest part is, is like when i first started i was like oh, how much do i even charge for this like i don't even know so i put like 250 bucks down someone paid it and i was like 275 paid <laughs> 375 paid and i was like how good is this? Some like print money, <laughs> yeah. And then like we end up like finding sort of like a price range where people were sort of happy to pay, yeah, with everything. And then we sort of had to, you know, it was just one of those things where you, like, we had to try and develop a product and then see if that was like, like, build it to a certain point, I guess. And then, and then, and then like, but then I always had in my mind like I wanted to be with the elites, yeah. And so like having to try and scale with those elite players but then still be working out of a double bay garage that aren't
0: manufacturing in a garage that's that's (laughs) not manufacturing out of a
1: garage with one person you know that was the that was the trickiest part was like trying to have i said this to a guy yesterday was having customers that actually like if it wasn't for the customers at start that believed in like like i would i found like a way i feel when i built my business that made it really personal. Like I thought, well, I used – I leveraged social media quite well, I felt, because I would find out like if they had social media, I would build their racks and show them each set of the way. Like so I'd put on yeah, my stories and tag, tag them. them, them and they would love it, you know, like this is like the behind the scenes. And I was, yep. all I was doing was building a squat rack. It wasn't like I was building a fucking car, you know. It was just <laughs> like a squat rack, like, <laughs> But like I felt like that actually – built like a really cool audience and a stable like at the start i felt like a dickhead like going like oh people aren't going to want to see this out of a garage but then people actually started going like oh cool like as i started to make different better things people started saying like oh man you
0: like you you've got this now or you've got that personality man you give your brand personality and that's what that's like that's your advantage over any of those big guys that you're idolizing (sighs) like they go to fitness shows and they sell squat racks to snap fitness and like all these you know, these big chains and these big places and it's all mass manufactured, that's the advantage you have. And that's like you I'm glad you fucking use it because it's absolutely worked for you. And it gives you that personality. And people like, mm-hmm. oh fuck, the guy that the guy that sold me the squat rack is the same dude with the welding helmet on, fucking welding this thing together for me. He's the same guy that's installing it for me. And then they end up being like they're so emotionally invested mm. in you and your business. They're like, they're telling all their friends and that's when referrals come. It's like, that was, that was
1: what happened. And it was, and it was so like, you know, even though it was fucking hard work, <laughs> like you like, like we were just saying before the podcast, like having to work all day and then like pack everything on a thing and then go and drive. And you're like, it's like eight o'clock at night. You're in the middle of someone's house putting together a squat rack for them for free and you're like oh my! and then you get home and it's like 11 o'clock you've got to get up next day 6 o'clock let's go how good's the
0: feeling though man when you put that squat rack together and it felt so good and they're like they're so stoked like they're so frothing that tomorrow morning the first thing they're going to do is wake up and knock knock out 10 squats right (laughs) that was the thing that was the thing that like
1: I got half addicted to was like that feeling of like
0: that was like us, that man. rewarding feeling <laughs> like
1: like I just slave my guts out for like bugger all like we weren't making a lot of money at the time, you know, like cause no one does when, at the start, but you know, that that rewarded feeling mm-hmm. of like putting it together, looking back and then going, Oh man, that's so cool. High five and you and stuff like that, you're like, This is
0: actually pretty good. Cool. me and Jez and Mikey would do that like we used to that was like the thing that kept us going for the longest period of time. Was literally Mikey and Jez would go and Jed would go make it all. And then it'd come to Jeremy's house, we'd pack it all up, and then we'd all go deliver. And we'd be ringing each other and be like, fuck, it's nine o'clock. I just knocked on this dude's house. I thought he's going to like, he just started yelling at me, like, it's nine o'clock. Are you saw Like, what are you doing knocking on people's doors and <laughs> shit? And then you tell them what you deliver and they're like, fuck, yes. Yeah. So like, <laughs> like bring, bro, it yeah, bring it in. <laughs> it Like, there's people you end up having to, like, I, I remember clearly, like I'd drop it at, friends that would support and buy or like i would stop and they're like what oh, do you want to drink and i'm like ah fuck yeah i got another six deliveries but yeah, I'll, I'll sure. <laughs> so, yeah sure why not
1: yeah mikey did the same for us. like mikey like because he was over this side we would obviously order like stuff from from mm. from you guys like because like you're in castor and, and because mikey was over that side yeah, he was always be- the one to drop us off yeah. for, to our place <laughs> and so like i'd be in the garage like <laughs> welding away and then he'd be like
0: hey just <laughs> like, rolling no and shoes on th- that, literally <laughs> and i was
1: like how are you guys going yeah we're good you know like and we'd sort of have a bit of like chat about like how we're both going yeah. because like we've sort of because it's funny because like your starting date and our starting date on the 1st of april is like the exact same similar, start date yeah, like yeah. it's like so cool but same again like you know just having those parallels and every time they would drop it off like it'd be just like in here today it's like that cool experience of going with you guys as yeah. well you know I it's been
0: man we've had i've had so many people on this on this podcast and like friends of mine that have just had like things blow up mm. like in this pen like in the pandemic or like mm. they've just seen opportunity and just swooped yeah and just made something of it and like it's there's still like even for us there's a lot of water still to flow under the bridge and i'm probably same for you like we'll chat i came around to your space the other day and we'll chat and there's like like a lot of your stuff is being sent to America. Yeah. You can't even fucking go there. Like imagine the growth you could get if you could actually go over there and talk to people and do what you're doing here over a laptop or a phone call or whatever it is. The face-to-face experience that you'd be able to offer over there is mental, but we'll get into that. We've sort of okay, taken yeah. that for
1: granted too, like the overseas sort of stuff, you know, like I just can't wait for like – i just can't wait for that time when we when we get to go back into that situation because like like you say i'm just chewing at the bit
0: to get over <laughs> there now like the excitement oh. and the growth and all those things man but mate, i want to get in a little more into that we'll get a little bit more into the home gym guy stuff and how how this thing actually popped off because you got a really cool story but we're gonna get you to make a cocktail and see how fast you can go come to daddy yeah. <laughs> You, who, you surely like you and jeremy are really good friends so i want to get you above him he's second on there what, what's his time Tony? 2086 uh, 20, 20, he's only he's, uh, you've only just skimmed him too mate. i've got him good <laughs> i <I've laughs> so, watched it i remember seeing the video <laughs> i remember seeing the video jeremy's one of the co-founders and him and michael are really good mates so they've been making cocktails and drinking cocktails during the whole pandemic pretty much together so yeah. I'm expecting I'm, big things. We're expecting big things. You're great I, with your hands, Jeremy said. <laughs>
1: he knows <laughs> you work with your hands. He knows.
0: He knows. We're gonna we're gonna work on getting you above him yeah. in this speed test. But the speed test is all about how, how it's basically how quick can you make a cocktail? Show how quick and good our product is that anybody can literally make a bang. And what are you gonna make? What do you want to make? Surf stitch? Make a stitch? I don't know. What's the fastest? Well,
1: there, oh, anything, <laughs> but anything but anything but a sours or a sangria.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Actually, Sangaroo would probably be fast. Just, anyway. What did
1: you make to get the to Margie? Margie, Margie, then yeah, Margie. Let's yeah, go. I man. don't want if Margie seems to be like the elite. Like you know, when there's like certain things that you can do, I feel like Margie's the standard. He, he, he's a, he's the our he's quarterback. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Tom, is, Brady it, it, Tom Brady cocktails. Yeah, Tom Brady margarita is a Tom Brady cocktails, mate. 100%. All right, we're doing a Margie. Let's get set up and we'll get you in second place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're here. He's ready. He's focused. <laughs> he just said to me off air, he's like, I don't mind where I end up as long as I get it over Mikey. <laughs> Mikey's in third place at 2216. Mikey is the bartender out of all the owners. He should be at the top, but he's not. I am. <laughs> 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 all right. 75 mils of Mr. Consistent Mix. 45 mils of the tequila. We're using Belando today. This shit's good. Yeah, you get over forty two too. That's good. Yeah, we'll send him a photo. Uh, 45 mils of the tequila ice in the shaker shake it five times one two three four five pop it open strain it put the fruit on top let's go all right we're gonna go three two one go all right you ready how you feeling
1: yeah, I'm
0: actually pretty nervous <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, good <laughs> I
1: feel like You know, I could go anywhere There's
0: heaps on Just so make sure When you pick up That margie mix Just flip the bottle Upside down Like you want that shit To come It's a speed pour You need to come okay. it out yeah. as. Yeah, yeah, that's a bit Of a stitch up <laughs> But it's no, better I see. I see Do you know it what down. it's at yeah, The lower yeah. the bottle Actually less oh, time so. it, faster it feels. So uh, <laughs> 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 no, That's That's what Mikey told me He's he's still third. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You ready? Three, two, one, go. All the way to the top. Look at the shake on it. All the way to the top. Keep going. Keep going. Fill it up. There you go. Tequila. Second line down. Here he goes. He's looking good. Here we go. Ice. Bang. Five shakes. Give it to me real good. One, two, three, four, five. Pop pop that shit open. Oh, no. Oh, here he goes. Pop it open. Strain it out. Strain it out. Get that fruit on top. 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 Oh, oh my God. 24.88. Oh. <laughs> still, hey, still a good time. Did you get it over Forzy? Absolutely. Forzy yeah. was, t- yeah. was 27.60. You're, oh. the, you're the fastest guest. Take that, Ryan. Forzy. Fastest
1: guess. Fastest guess. 24. So you're fourth.
0: You're in fourth. 88. Fastest guess. I've been Can here you... since day one,
1: anyway. Congratulations,
0: so. <laughs> Michael. That is a great achievement. <laughs> Fastest guess. Is there anyone you want to um thank after that? Anyone? Yeah, you want to thank anyone? It's a post oh, Super Bowl. i kind want to thank um,
1: uh, Mr. Consistent for keeping me a functioning alcoholic for <laughs> most of COVID.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Fourth place.
1: Yeah, good. The slap. The slap and
0: the. The slap. Yeah, you drop. You the sl- slap and the, the, the fruit. The slap and the fruit. Got, yeah. Sla- double slap. All right. Yeah. The fruit. Let's clean this shit up and get back into this podcast because I've got, got some cool shit I want to talk to you about here. You're on the board, fourth place. Congratulations. Feels, it feels so good. Fastest guest. So good. It's only a matter of time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bloody good. Mate, I want to dig in because you, like, the rest of the world went on pause, your business went off. Like you literally hit go, but then where did this product come from? Like the product, you've got a couple of like pinch me moments that you like. When I came down there the other day, you're in a warehouse. You've got nine staff, like nine staff. You've got other boiler makers now, and they're actually manufacturing the stuff. You don't Mm -hmm. actually have to make it anymore. You've got this full process of like if you jump on their Instagram and have a look at the product, it is. Laser cut, like it's got the logo, it's got the mustache in there. It's got the same, say, mustache, mustache, <laughs> mustache. You more questions, <laughs> <laughs> but like you've got your logo lasered in these. Like it is smart, it is sleek, it looks sexy. Like as far as gym equipment goes, it looks amazing. Yeah, like it is sick. Like this idea, you pitch like uh, you told me a little bit just before about like you pitched it, you're working with a dude, yeah, overseas, you pitch it at him.
1: Well, that was, and that was the interesting part when it came to like what, like how this product came available. Like I'd, like I said, I'd I'd already sort of sent him something, um, for another piece of, for, for, to train like hamstrings and stuff like that, which I was really stoked about and which still is like a really good staple product that we sell now. Um, which again was sort of like a world first, just like, just like this is, um, and, when we when we sort of pitched this, like, I sort of asked him, I was like, look, is there anything else that you wish that you could have? Because his name's Ben Patrick, and if you look him on social media, he's the knees over toes guy, um, and he's probably, I would say, the biggest strength conditioning coach in the world now, and probably yeah. one of the most influential coaches ever. Yeah,
0: um, right. I, I cl- actually clicked through his Instagram this morning, man. it's yours, and, 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 and it's pretty and really and
1: cool. He's, he's got, like, he's got, he's just a, he's a coach that has, you know, studied for a long time, and anyway, he's um does a lot of unorthodox movements and stuff like that and he said to me um after i sent him the nordic bar i said look is there anything else that you wish that you could have in your programs and um they he was like oh if you could make something that could that could help train the tibialis then um like all that they were doing at the time was standing with their backs against the wall their feet out further and then like flexing their feet to actually flex the muscle at the front of the foot. Yeah, right. Which was like it's still like it works fine but like there was nothing which was fascinating that there was actually nothing on the planet that you could load it like a barbell or like to actually measurably train it. Yeah. And um he was like if you can make something that we could like train it then like he said to me we'll sell thousands of them around the world and I laughed at it at the time. I was like <laughs> yes. yeah we'll see um and then i ended up like just playing with some things like i the the, like how we came up with how i came up with the concept like i took my work boot off and i traced around it just it was it was a it was a weird sort of way to i don't even know even at the time like i was even i don't even know why really like i've still got the footage but i started filming myself like going like ben wants this and and i started like sort of saying like this thing here and i had this stupid little bar and i was like like an
0: archive a bit of like an archive
1: and for some reason i was like yeah i think this is actually going to be really big and like and i've still got the videos and stuff like that now but um but yeah i was like all right we'll see and then i used it and i was like wow this actually thing this works and then yeah like i say then on the sort of 5th of december like i'd sent one over to him he loved it how many prototypes did you make Um, I've still got the prototype at home. Um, what we, what we did, like, this is like, this is like the elite that we, you see today. Like we've developed this many times, but I made one and then the next version, like we made two, we made two before we'd actually launched it. And the first one was all welded together and we couldn't find boxes that you could actually ship it welded. So then we worked out a way that we could send it in two pieces. Yep. So like I work with like I've got a guy down in Tweed Heads who has been again like pivotal in our business, um, who's helped me like lay start lazy cutting everything yeah. out, and then he um and then when we when we sort of broke it down into two pieces and sent it over, then we sort of realised that oh yeah we can sort of ship it around the world, but you know we didn't know what comes with that yeah you know, what comes with, uh, shipping. What comes with sh- international shipping and. Export, export, import and export and that like we Costs. thought oh yeah this is easy we'll just ship it off to the seas <laughs> like, oh yeah this is easy you know and well, we'll make a box or whatever and so um so yeah like at the time and again like we had no capital or anything like we were just a garret. like we had nothing that's sort of the thing that a lot of people don't realize like with a lot of the small businesses out there like we had nothing like we were just on a whim using scrap metal we we're just cruising scrap <laughs> metal doing what we were well, doing what we could but then when we launched it it just went viral straight away yeah Went crazy. Because um, you had it, a couple
0: of pinching remotes. I know you said like Joe Rogan featured it yeah. in some way, shape, form. Yeah,
1: Joe, like Joe Rogan. Um, like we were, one day I woke up and like me and Ben had had like a bit of a plan to get it to Joe Rogan at one yeah. point. And we, like he sent a message that Joe sent him a message saying, want to get in contact, want to do your program, brah. And then like a month later, like he screenshotted that and sent it to me. And I'm like, I lost my mind over that. Just the fact that Joe Rogan had text him. Yeah. And then, and then a month later – he Joe Rogan was talking about us uh, about Ben Patrick on his po- like on his podcast to another yeah. fighter then like got Jamie to like get it up and then he pulled our bar up and he's like oh that's the tib bar that thing's dope like you put it in and he sort of explained like what it that's did like sick. didn't even say anything about like the home gym guys or he just sort of spoke about what the, so what he, the he'd been watching yeah, yeah. you know what i mean like so he knew what it was and then i was uh i was at fathead's birthday and then Fathead. Um, yeah, you know Fathead. No, you don't no, know no, that fathead? fathead? Oh, one of the boys in Burley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fathead, you know who you are.
0: <laughs>
1: Sean Maloney, he's it. he's one of the boys up here shout in Burley. Out yeah, shout out to Fathead. <laughs> he knows. Um, and um anyway, we were the, we we're at his uh, we were at his birthday and we'd all hired like a one of those shitty little family boat things like, oh, yeah. in on the Tweed River and we were sort of out there. Anyway, was bu- there was a bunch of us. We had a couple of... Then I get a text message from Ben saying, Joe Rogan wants your bar. Um, can you please send a tib bar to this address? And had his home address. And I was like, hey, everyone, Joe Rogan wants a tib bar. And then everyone just lost their fucking Everyone marbles, would have been like, frothing. me off the back of the bar where I just losing their plot. And, and then that was sort of like where, like once Joe started speaking, like once Joe, and he only said that little bit, then like that really grew Ben which then funneled into us because we were already implemented into his program. And
0: that guy has such a loyal, like such a loyal following. There's like <sighs> whatever he's, it's, he's like the most organic, almost one of the, the most organic influencers in the world. Like he speaks, people listen, and whatever he speaks about, it, it has a, uh, I'm sure he's very well well aware of what his mm. effect has down the line. But something like him just speaking about something for five minutes can have the effect... On, like the trickle-on effect, yeah.
1: He could put up one Instagram post, one TikTok post, one anything, and he's got so much influence now from what he's built. Like I remember when we first met and he had 50,000 followers on Instagram and that was when I was still with – movement and doing some stuff like yeah. he was only a glitch in the ocean at that point and now he's got what six or seven hundred thousand in a year mm. like half a million followers in a year organically just like posting and Number sharing one
0: podcast in australia he's like I
1: mean, I mean in the world like like all that stuff you know what i mean and so like it was it, it was just fascinating to um like it was just fascinating to, to to firstly get that and then which then that flowed into ben and then it flowed and, and now everything
0: like it, it all just like that flowed into, You mate. Your list. When I came around to your office the other day, you've got this whiteboard, and it's a list of literally athletes, like teams or athletes or like NFL and players. And so NBA many players of them were crossed like, off, like like big ones. Like I had, <laughs> like I was looking. I'm like, holy shit, that person's crossed off. That person's cr-. like your pinch me moments look like they've just gone bang, 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 and they just trickle out. They
1: just keep going, like like you know like a lot of the stuff that we, we send year to like, obviously like these, these big athletes, like we, man, I would love to tell everyone, I'd love to pull my list out and go, here's my list. Yeah. Um, but like, you can't, but like, but it, it, but that sort of, I guess it doesn't matter. Like the fulfillment of like where we are right now, like is, is like, there's nothing that I could now wish for, you know. Like I had these big dreams of going, yeah. like I want to build elite gear for the best people in the world, and then next minute the best people in the world are using the, using gear. the gear, and you go like, oh, what, what, like what, what's what else? Next? Like, yeah. what's next, sort of thing. And so, like the cool thing is, is like like things like the like we sent gear across to like Rich Froning, who's uh, probably one of the most decorated CrossFit athletes in the yep. world, NFL teams, NBA teams, UFC fighters, like celebrities. The list goes on. It's crazy. And it and it all just, you know, happened off a whim of something that like we didn't realize what we were doing at the time. Like no one no one could have ever predicted just like you guys. Like no, it's one cool. It's not like it.
0: I love that it's not like a gimmick either. Like it was legitimately born from a guy that was like, I need this problem fixed. And this Boilermaker from the Goldie was able to figure it out and absolutely make it. It's not like you got a door, you got a gym shit. Like this mm. is legitimate. Not like, like a, yeah. Yeah, it's not, Just it's, a not, Chinese, a, yeah, not, it's better, not a, it's know. not a gimmick. It's not a Chinese product, it's not an Ali, mm. Alibaba product that's been mm. repackaged or whatever it is, or, you know, you literally saw you, you were, and Ben saw an opportunity and you were the one that was able to make it and you've refined it and now you, now you're flying and it's going to some fucking really cool people, which is awesome. Yeah.
1: And that, and that's it. And, and, you know, it's given me the, it's given me the, the, the ability to, to like, like with you guys, because like, I've been, you know, <laughs> I chase you guys. Like you the you're <laughs> like, you are the rabbit and I'm a greyhound. <laughs> like, but, but it, again, like, like, like with you guys, like now I've got a team of people and now, you know, it's, it gets quite daunting when you, when you start building things out and the bills, business starts coming but then you've got like a whole ecosystem that now relies on right. your business. The, the ecosystem's
0: you know, gnarly. Like what you were telling me the other day, you've got powder coaters, you've got um, diet, you're like, you got steel steel guys that provide the steel, then you get it die cut or laser cut. And then you've got um, the powder coater, you've got the foam supplier, you've got actual physical stuff actually making the product. You've got rent, you've got overheads, like all these, you've got, mouse the feed like it it's a very in a year to go from in a garage Mm. to where you are now and putting food on the table and and for not only your family but also your employees family yeah kudos to you because that's that's no easy feat like Ah. that is hard that's just hard work and grit and fuck. Having just having to go away. <laughs> Fuck. That's a, it's hard, man. Yeah. Like it's and, and like again,
1: like, you know, we could sit here and just praise the shit out of each other about like, oh you, no, you did good.
0: No, you did good, you
1: know. Like, but yeah, like, you know, it comes with it comes with so much sacrifice and stuff like that. Like, yeah, we we're doing good now, but like it comes with so much sacrifice. Like even in March, we were still working out of a double bay garage. You know, I had four I had four staff that like my neighbours. Shout out to everyone in in 19 CV Street that decided <laughs> de- decided that they were going to be fine with me cracking open like having five guys rolling into a double bay garage, rolling the doors up, and eight o'clock in the morning, cranking up grinders and welders and and everything else for like you know six days straight. We Not used to pump the it.
0: On you. Nah,
1: I, it was it was touch and go there for a bit. <laughs> I'm sure of it. I'm lucky. Like one of my neighbors, he rips out dirt bikes and races them up the street, and I'm like. Oh, and one one of my neighbors actually said, "What are you guys building over there?" And I said, "Oh, we're building gym gear, blah blah." And I was like, "Sorry if we're really loud all the time, like because we're really loud." Yeah. And he goes, "Oh no, I used to be a steel worker. You know, getting the grinder going it's like music to my ears." And I was like,
0: "You sicker, button?" <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Pardon? laughs> I was like, "How can that be music to you?" I was like, "Sweet he's, man, sound the I got the
0: grinder, boys." <laughs> man, that's bad. And then was there a point where you just couldn't keep up, like? like it, i imagine um like for us there was a point where we had storage sheds and we stock was just um like would boxes were sitting outside shit shit was just everywhere like was there a point where the orders were coming through and you just physically couldn't keep up like are you on? yeah yeah you we, tracking
1: we had um we had well actually this week is the first week that since we've since we actually launched pretty well like halfway through the business that we haven't been like behind like we've we've been behind you know people have sort of the good thing about COVID is they they're a bit more tolerant like most people are yeah, a bit more tolerant yep. with stuff but like when we when we launched the, the the product itself like we launched in in December which was a stupid move because we didn't realise, well, firstly, we thought, oh, yeah, we'll launch it. We'll have a bit of money for Christmas and stuff like that. But we didn't realise what it was going to do. Then next minute, all the suppliers on the Gold Coast shut down. So we're like, luckily, like, at one Christmas out,
0: time, everyone, everyone, like, you see an opportunity. They're like, see ya. <laughs> see ya later. Uh, me and my family are going down to Brunswick Heads for six weeks. Yeah. And I'll um, call you when I get back. Yeah. and We you, might be home in January. There's probably going to be a, a six-week wait after that. That's like, what we had.
1: And so, like, we were, so, like, yeah, we were, like, at one point there, like, we had, I built monkey bars in the inside of our garage to hang, um, to hang, um, all of our tib bars because we were oh, out yes. front painting the fucking things. Like, we were just out the front painting everything with cans. We, there was, we had to go to different Bunnings's because we were buying them out of paint. Like, <laughs> buying Bunnings out of paint? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, we were, like, that was the, that was the most ridiculous thing that we were getting, like, we were outgrowing suppliers like that. But then, you know, like when, the, like when when Joe spoke about us on his podcast, um, we were still like obviously in the garage, and that was at the start of March, and it just exploded. Like we ended up two months behind on our order. Like we physically couldn't get gear out the door faster than the faster than Ben was growing, which the which was influxing into us. Which yeah, he was just going crazy, and we we just couldn't find any. St- any warehouses on the coast like we were looking and looking and looking and we just couldn't find warehousing anywhere um not even on the like like anywhere there was nothing
0: from tweet from tweet unless you wanted to end up at mullen diner somewhere shit yeah Yeah. there's not there because we were in the same situation very similar to when we got this space um there's just nothing but that that's one of the and you're looking, and you're keen, and you're trying to find stuff, and then you get let down, or somebody else beats you to it, or somebody else offers more. Or it's like that's just that that's your first step in business, right? Like that's you going in, you're, le- you're all excited to lease a joint, and then you just like I've I've this is like our sixth lease or something for for me, but and same for Jeremy. But the first one or the first two, you're really emotional about. You find a space, mm-hmm. you're like, this is it, this is where my business is going to grow. Next minute old mate down the road comes in and offers an extra 200 bucks 300 a week and he doesn't care and he just... It was relentless. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's relentless and you go to the next spot and you get emotionally attached to You're all like these this spaces. This could go here, this could yeah, go here. Yeah, you start oh, fitting we'll it out. To, yeah, literally, <laughs> that's
1: what we were doing. Like, we were doing that and we got a... Like, the first place that we got, we were getting approved for was up at Hornet Place, which is, like, a brand new place. We we're like, yeah, this is sick. It was 181 squares and we thought, oh, yeah, this is, like, it's quite big. But, like, I'm so glad we didn't get it in the end because, it, like we would have filled it in a second yeah but like when we got like it was when i got um the place that we got now luckily it was through a bit of a business mentor of mine um he actually owned the place and he was like um i called him when when we got the space and just said look like we got a space blah blah and he goes how big do you want and i was like oh we um like 200 squares might do us maybe and he goes i've got 300 do you want that He goes, i own it and i was like yeah take that I suppose um Who you know? And it felt like it felt like daunting at the time I was like fuck damn, square meters it's a lot of like that's a lot of space and then um we were actually tr- really trying to get in there and the people that were in there had like hair extensions or something like that and they they end up mucking us around with the with the date that they were moving out of and in the meantime, Joe Rogan had spoken about us, and we just got orders coming out of ears, and we you're can only trying do to get so in, much. Yeah, you're trying to get into a I'm space on the with phone my room. These people going, you need to get out of this space now, and they're like, "Yeah, you know, we're getting." No, I'm like, "Get out, like clear hey, it. What do you need? I'll yeah. send my guys up to get you out of that space. Like, what do you, what do you, what do you just to need a space to
0: start manufacturing and hold stock and all yeah. those things.
1: And as soon as like we got the space, we luckily got in there like like at one point that we had everything packed up, ready to go on the 1st of March. Cause that's when we thought we were moving in. They yeah. they called us on the 1st of March and said, Oh, we've mixed the dates up. It's now going to be the 24th of March. What? And I was like, oh, right, they <laughs> <spat> the kittens. <laughs> I lost the plot. I'm walking into work, tapping, going, Hey boys, you know, we're moving today. Like getting everyone all G'd up. And then I walked out and just spat the dummy. I was like, unpack everything fellas let's get welding <laughs> get back back to it man so, that's yeah. they're
0: all the fun they're all the fun things that nobody like it's it's never easy to do any of that kind of stuff like do you have like trademarks and all like all those kind of things in place and then you've got like patterns on the actual designs and stuff like yeah. that yeah
1: yeah like we've had to put it we've had to do a lot of that sort of stuff like that was and that was another thing that you know you just never you just never know like you think to yourself like um, like you've got something cool and yeah, it's going to be, but then there's like, and, and this is coming from the best way possible, but you've got to talk about the negative side of like, not the negative, but the, the, what comes with the, the all cool, having like a really cool product. Like you guys have like, you know, it's all good and well having like something cool, but there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff that if you're not careful, then someone will just come through and just steal it. And it's ex- so it's, ex- exp- and it's, it's, expensive. it's really expensive
0: to protect your idea and your product legally
1: ip is ridiculous like we we had we had like we've got copycats popping up all over the world now and like there was nothing the word Tibbar didn't even exist no that was nothing it was not even a phrase like me and ben came up with it on a text i remember sitting on the beach in in um like just down in tweed me and katie sitting there me and ben are speaking and and we're like what should we call it and i was like he goes something about the tibs, and I was like, the tib bar. And we both were like, oh, the tib bar, the tib (laughs) bar. you know. And we were losing our minds over it. And then now, like, that buzzword, tib bar, it's like we created this crazy trend around the world, and now now there's, like, all of these people that are coming up with the tib bar sort of thing. So it's a bit surreal, like, at the start, when people started, like, ripping us off. Oh, you were doing mad. I was furious. And Katie used to go, like, you need to just, like, like I was like a couple of times there, like I was reduced to tears. Like I was like, people are stealing like all of them, the things I ever worked for in my yeah, life. Yeah, like, yeah. and they're just making it out of people are making it out of like still making it out of like PVC pipe oh and shit God. like that and selling it for like 10 bucks less than mine. And you know, like I tried to make it like really affordable. So then like, like not trying and rip people and off so then everyone into, could get it. You yeah, know, yeah. like I wanted to be like like good morals about it. Yeah. But then like you see people that just rip it off. They're, I've got guys in this. Like, I'm not going to tell them what their names are because they're dogs. But, <laughs> <laughs> but like, there's people that literally have called themselves after, not the home gym guys, but they've literally called themselves after our products and stuff like that, and and are saying that they were the creators and all this sort of stuff. And so, like, yeah, we spend a lot of money on like IP and stuff like that. But it's it's so it's so tricky when you create something that um, that a lot of people then want to. Sort of slot like they want to steal it they easy want to, enough. They want
0: a piece of the pie, man. And like you're operating in an industry that is ruled by big boys. Like there is lots of big gym, yeah. Like there's big gym companies out there. There's big manufacturers that manufacture gym gear, gym racks, gym all those kind of things. So they don't that, give, yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't give a shit. They got big law. They got big law teams. They got big. They got big marketing teams. Yeah. They they can just swarm you. Mm. But mate, it seems like. You've just i i guess you've probably got to a point now where you're just looking ahead, you're not sort mm-hmm. of looking sideways so much you can when those things pop up you can send them to a lawyer, you can send them to somebody else and they yeah. can deal with it and you just full steam ahead and just worry about growing your business and continually putting out good product
1: that's and that was it like we like we had a lot of people that you know i had to i had to hear it from a few different people like that just to stay in your lane just to you know stick to what you know like stick to the business that like and you know. Joe Rogan or, like, any of these big, big people aren't going to use a piece of PVC pipe to use mm. and they're not going to promote it. So, like, I had to sort of, you know, you got to get your head around, like, there's 100 people in a room, one person steals your thing, but then the other the other 99 people love your stuff. Yeah. And you always end up focusing on that one person. And it took me a little while to get over that, like, one-person scenario sort of thing. But, like, now I'm, like, I see him all the time and I think it's quite comical that, like, People do it and i just know that you know like we we created something and we've created a movement and you know i don't like i hate every person that tries to steal our stuff fair enough <laughs> but then like you know people still have to go out there and make cash you know what i mean yeah. like and it's a tough world out there and if so you know like something that and it's half humbling but makes me dirty at the same time that this is where my mindset is but like if, if we can create something that then someone else can provide so for their inf- family, so you know, influ- like whatever. So influential, man. Like, it's, cool. it's, it's, a, it's annoying at the same time, but it's like, yeah, whatever. Like, you know, you won't make it as good as us. Yeah.
0: Nah. And that, that's like, it, you get to a point and we, we're very much at that point. We don't look, we don't do, we don't do like a whole lot of competitor analysis. Mm. Like I know previous businesses that I've worked in, they do lots of competitor analysis. Like yeah. they, and they're developing a new product or they're developing something new. They, they literally, they all sit around a table and they bring up the, the 30 different competitors and their 30 different, whatever it is. And they're like, well, this person has this, this person has this. And they, they break down all their key sell points of why that person's good. And then they go and make a product. That's the best version of all the 60 products that they've brought up on there. People, I, I get that people
1: sort of, you know, do it, but at the same time, like, Oh, I would get so dirty if someone put the same thing as me up there and there was like 10 different versions and they put them all in my face at the same time. I'd sack that
0: person who put it <laughs> in front of me. I'm like, you got to go. Mate, Mikey, Don't ever do do that again. Mikey makes a product. Like, you, you know, Mikey, like yeah. when he makes a product, he like, we do like a quality testing thing. Like we are, I, I'd say I like espresso martinis, like pretty, when this comes out, it'd be either launched or pretty close to launching. But yeah, there's a bunch out in the market We made ours, and we're like, "That's it." We all love it. Like we're Mm. frothing. Like Mm. we are. And then we went and competitor checked that everything's in the market. Yeah. Like our margarita, we knew was the banging because there was nothing good out in the market. It's (laughs) the king. Like when you, but then the surf stitch, like the stitch up one that we did was all him. Like it's his recipe. Same with, um, same with the midnight martini. Anything that's kind of the bloody mary, that's Mikey's recipe. Like it's. He never was like I want to make it like that because that's my favorite one. It was like that's my favorite to make in a bar. That's what I want to put in a bottle because that's what's got to me. That's what's got where I am today in terms of being a bar manager and all those kind of, all those kind of things. So. pretty crazy that two Michaels are absolute geniuses, <laughs> <laughs> creative geniuses. Some can't we shit, <laughs> mate. We're gonna play this little card game here, the uh, the shake up card game. But uh, we'll have a quick break. we we'll come back. Yeah, we'll come back and we'll play this game. This episode is sponsored by our events team. They're out there shaking up cocktails and helping you celebrate the good times. If you'd like our team shaking up cocktails at your next event, just head to mrconsistent.com.au and click on the events tab. Now back to the episode. Mate, we're going to play the shake-up card game, the Never Have I Ever Pack. Well, I imagine you've got some good stories from your um, overseas travels and bits and pieces. You're a bit of a yeah. renegade back in the day, so... Yeah.
1: Before I wasn't a renegade.
0: You know. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I've got two I've I've given you a bit of a Kirsten's sent you a couple and she's I think they a couple of these ones. She reckons these ones are gonna be good, so go okay, go. Okay. you know, gotta choose one of these two, give it a read, tell me the story. You ready?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Which one do you use Because
0: 'Cause
1: they're both pretty good stories, but you know to okay. Oh, I'm just like pulling.
0: Oh, that's the one.
1: <laughs> been fired from a job.
0: Never have I ever been fired from a job. This was in the Renegade days. Yeah. <laughs> Toowoomba?
1: Nah. Um, no, nah, I never got fired. I've only ever been fired from one job. Um this was it. Um, <laughs> so when I was working in London, I like a mate of a mate of mine who um a mate of mine who got me a job like when I moved in uh, to London. I was, um, I was just bartending for a while and stuff like that, which was like, yeah, it was good. You should have been faster on the,
0: on the speed board If you were bartending for a while, Nah,
1: <laughs> only for a while, <laughs> <laughs> not pouring cocktails. I was just pulling, pulling, pulling and, beers. And, yeah. I was just pulling beers and, and you know, talking shit really just nothing, nothing too exciting. But I, um, I, I ended up getting a job working for this. Um, it was a bad job. But if we got paid well, but like we were working with this um like a waste management clinic or what service, we just basically cleaned shit stuff out, like like cleaned out like I was a boiler maker that built you know around like the waste management plants and shit. Yeah, like yeah, that. Like yeah, I was building fencing and stuff yeah, like that yeah. around them. So like working in like sewage plants and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, not nice it work. Was a shitty job. And I just to say literally. the least, literally. Um. Anyway, we were um. Like we used to get paid like Matt. I don't know what they were doing. They were in the system somehow, but we used to get paid good money doing it. Um, Tax-free. Again, I don't know how they were doing it, but we were made bank. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we got sent out to a job one day and I just got my car. Like so you, you work in the business for a while and then you get given, if you're good, they give you a car. Yep. Like I called in a favor, like a hard favor from a mate to get this job as well. Anyway, we we're working through the business. Been there for probably a couple of months. One of the dudes was leaving. So, and he, he called in a favor for me. Like, nah, he gets the car. Like, he's a good boy blah blah. Right, And if you got the car in London, like, you were like the cheese. And so, <laughs> I, I got the car. And we used to get on the piss all the time, like, after work. And so, like, it didn't matter, like, you know, because, you know, the bosses and stuff didn't care. Yeah. Two days in, I get the car we've been on the piss all night and I get sent out to this job out in like like uh, of the UK. Yeah. And me and this other guy who we'd rocked up to the job, like borderline blind. And there was no one in this whole thing. Like it was probably an acre and there was no one apart from one car down the back. And it was by, and it was our own company. Yeah. But it must've been like from a different thing, different area, different area. So we rolled in there and, you know, sunny days are few and far between when it comes to the UK. <laughs> and so we ripped out, like, you've got to wear, like, safety vi- like vests and all the clothes and stuff like that. We're like, there's no one around. Let's just, you know, try and get a tan. So we just ripped our lids off. Like, Aussie boy working. in the UK. Yeah. <laughs> we're just, we're just Tell us you're an Aussie boy working in the UK. <laughs> tell me. <laughs> so, like we, like, we start, like, just working away. Like, we're on the bloody hammer drills and stuff like that, cruising away next minute i get a call and it's like my boss and he's like hey mate how you doing yeah good thanks uh what's going on out there on site i was like ah, not much just working away and he's like have you got no shirt on <laughs> and i was like what no i've got all my gear on we're you know we're working and he goes oh the big boss has called us and told us that uh you guys are out there not wearing any safety gloves you don't have your safety helmet on all that sort of stuff and i was like he must be completely wrong. Like we're, you know, we're out on site doing the right thing. You <laughs> so know, you <laughs> my lid off. <laughs> and, um, and I was like, anyway, um, anyway, this guy comes walking across from the same company and was like, look guys, I, uh, I had to call you in. And I was like, what do you mean? Call us in. I've just got a phone call from my boss. And he's just told me that, you know, we could get sacked over this. And he goes, look, you know, like you guys should have been doing the right thing here. And I said, "Are you fucking serious? <laughs> You've you called your boss and dobbed on us without coming over and saying like." Anyway, me and him ended up having a bit of a row. The other guy who I was with, you know, he kept pretty quiet. Yeah, and um, and our mate walked off, like I spat the dummy, in that, and then my boss calls me again and like, "You need to come back to the workshop." Like, you're in pretty big trouble here. And I was like, "Here we go." We're like dropping back, hung over as fuck, by the way, <laughs> and get into the workshop. And as soon as we roll into the workshop, like my boss comes out and he's like, You're sacked. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, Are you serious? I just got my van. <laughs> and he's it's like got this ripper car. I was like, just got my van. And he was like, Oh, look, look, like you can come in on Monday if you like, like and you can like, you know, express to the bosses that you, you know, that you're sorry or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I end up going home. Had to catch the train, it was a f- like 50, 50 minute train on the way home. Just <laughs> feeling sorry for myself. Couldn't even take my car. <laughs> I got home, then all the boys messaged me like, What the fuck did you do that for? Then like the guy who had just left, who'd just flown back to Australia, messaged me like, How have you fucked this up already? <laughs> and I was like, I don't know, bro. And I just didn't end up going in on the Monday. I was like, Oh, I guess. Done, that's dusted. It. Fired, yeah, done. Done and dusted. The first time I've ever been fired. Who was the snitch? Some old, some old British dude. He was, oh, <laughs> geez,
0: he was a cat. I couldn't believe it. I, he worked for the same company. I was like, <sighs> We're in the middle of nowhere, mate. What a snitch. Oh, That's a yeah, shit. it was, a, it was a, a stitch up, you could say. Absolute stitch <laughs> up. Mate, do you, do you guys, like, I want to, there's a couple of other questions I had um, in here. Like, the hardest thing growing a business is literally like cash flow. Like some people just have, like you're investing in all this material, all these things. Do you guys like have you had, you guys don't know investors, you just done it off the back you, like off your own shirt, off your own back, yeah. run the joint on a or smell of what do they say? The smell of an oily smell rag. Smell of an oily rag. Like yeah. there's there's like you've just you took a risk, dumped everything in there. We just we just kept like people have people have like heaps of people have asked us like,
1: you know, um like I thought it's a tricky one because like we've never gotten like we've never got apart from like when we were first getting going like I think I borrowed three grand off mum yeah like for to buy some resistance bands that we bought from overseas to then sell to actually just bring a bit more capital into the business yeah a bit um, bit more product just to the a website, website. Like just to yep. just to bring a couple of things you know like because this, we were making our own things but I thought well we could invo- like get that but like we 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 wanted to be able to have investors into it but we you know both of us because like Katie's obviously English um and like I'm Australian she had her own business I've got my own like banks didn't want to touch us like they didn't want to give us anything um, banks don't
0: want to touch people that are self-employed flat chat
1: exactly and <laughs> so like banks didn't want to banks didn't want to want to know us you know at the time and we really had all these plans of like oh let's expand this way expand And it's, and it taught us, like, we got a, like, big leather back now. Like, we know what we can do. But, you know, at the time, like, and still, we've never, like, we've never, um, like, we still haven't had to, like, um, get investors in, like, we would, you know, as much as, like, I would like to probably, you know, have a million dollars given to me or something like (laughs) that. Like, I don't know. But, like you know for us like we've never had investors we've just sort of worked on our own back and I think that's been a really good thing for us because we've we've been lucky in the sense that we've had products that we could have I'm of this I'm of the opinion that you know and this this I get in trouble for a lot I'd rather ask for forgiveness than for permission sometimes sometimes but like (laughs) what we did a lot of the time is we would launch products and we would just like let them keep selling to give us more capital to then reinvest in the business. Yep. Like we would have to do, and, and you know, we, and then we relied on our customer service to, to smooth over like narky customers and just let people know
0: like, hey, order you know, like, where oh, is look, it? Yeah, like yeah. this
1: is what's going on. And and we sort of built the brand, like not around that, but like we built the brand where people, we were lucky at the time because of COVID that, people expected to wait long time for gym gear so yeah. we we sort of went in sometimes with the intention of like all right like let's try and sell as much as we can while building and then just like let it expand out like i say we got had that 2 month
0: wait period we had that yeah. 2 month
1: wait period at one point because of rogan but because of that we because of that we were able to build like build a big bank of capital to then um, invest in th- some stuff and some product and staff, all those kind of things and all, just
0: all that sort of stuff buy better with your materials yep. buy more materials knowing that you had to like you had yep. enough or you had enough orders in there that were going to cover you for two months you needed to order two months worth of material your price comes way down when you're ordering two months worth of material over Rather a week's worth a week, of material yeah. Yeah. yeah we and that and that was a, and that was something that like we you know like
1: A lot of people have sort of said, like, oh, yeah, go to the bank and get this, or go to the bank and get that, or like, get money, get money, get money. But at the same time, like, we couldn't really get it. So it was a blessing in disguise for us. But at the same time, um, at the same time, a lot of people told us not to do it the way that we were doing it because, like, you know, maybe it would look bad on your brand or whatever, or, you know, all those things that people that aren't in the position that we're in say because
0: they think cu- they know it's, it's how you it's how you skin it right like if you you're making a custom product that person places an order you order the pro like it, your business is a when somebody orders it it's not just on the shelf made mm. you're not that kind of business mm. like when somebody orders a, a squat rack or a weight rack you make it to order similar with this like yeah. it just happens that this is a slightly smaller product with less materials it's quicker to make and it's shippable versus installable like yeah. it just i don't think you did the wrong thing i think you did yeah. the right thing
1: but but that, and that, and that was sort of the that was like like to, to sort of go back to you know whether we had investors and so, and that was like we used our we use like just the business model itself as our investor like now that the business is getting like bigger and bigger like we are now looking Um, like we probably would look at, like we are looking at like what that looks like from a scaling point of view, because, you know, as people, as like big businesses know that like, you know, there gets to a point where capital starts to run out, not not from like that you're not making any money, but from the fact that you've got such a big organization that it then just, it, it you've got to manage everything. Like yeah, people yeah. are on like 30 day terms or 60 day terms. Do, do or, you do
0: wholesale? Do you do wholesale, nah, we're, wholesale stuff? we're just
1: about to start. We're just about to start doing more wholesale stuff for like around the place. Like, yeah. like, like we're obviously wanting to focus more on Australia now because we've got such a large international market that if we can get, if we can look at like, like we've got a couple of conferences and stuff like that with, uh, that are coming up in November, which are, which I think will we'll really like, if all things go to plan, I th- I feel like that can that can set our Australian market mm. right up because of the 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 people that we're going to expose. I said this the other
0: day, I was like, man, if if um, what happens if like like I go to Snap Fitness purely out of convenience that I can go there at any time of the day, whatever it is, but there's like personal trainers and all those kind of things really see the value in it. But if this was at the at this the local Snap Fitness gym and they when they buy, they buy for the whole group right mm. like if something was like that there'd be a fucking fight for every day you'd be waiting for the person to finish with a tip bar and so you can have a go of it and there's 30 people in the gym trying to get in it and that's the dream isn't it's it the same thing with the crot like those cross yeah. trainer bikes like there's always i've always got to wait 20 minutes for fucking bob, someone bob snoozing on it over there <laughs> but like mm. yeah <laughs> but like i imagine that's where that's where this thing you haven't even like that's not even haven't explored it yet that's one of the next obviously one of the next steps or whatever it is but like there's all those kind of things that you've got to look forward to but also get
1: ready for yeah and that's like like i said to you earlier that's that's where we're that's where we're at at the moment like this week is the first week that we are basically if you were to order today you will get it in a week like that's the first time since since december or since pre- COVID, yeah. really like, like you always had to wait a little bit because of, because of like racking and stuff like that. But for the Tib Bar itself, like being a small product, like we've never been in front since the day that we launched it. Like it's just gone and it we've and it's taken so much scaling Where we? And to actually be in front for the first time. I mean, we felt
0: that for the longest period of time. Like no. we, we our, our mixes were like, same thing. We we're selling it like, we we're selling. Mix that we had it made but we we're making it the next day. But and we would just we scaled up our kitchen like we just were like all hands on deck. Like the marketing team were in the kitchen, the sales team were in the kitchen. they will bottling. They'll do it. Like we never we never got like a day or two behind. Like a, mm. a day was like our limit. Like if the kitchen had to run 24 hours, the kitchen had to run 24 hours. That's the, that was the rules of engagement. That's what we said as yeah. a business, and we just went for it. But so many businesses had that same similar problem of people order online. They expect it to turn up next day or the next day. After, like they pay for express shipping. They expect it to turn up within two or three days. And you're like well, straight post has taken four <laughs> oh, weeks don't to get from <laughs> <laughs> Taken four weeks to get from Queensland to WA. And it's been run over when it gets to WA, but they're all the things that you have to, um, so for you, I'm excited for you. Like, I know how good your online business is and how crazy it's going. I'm excited for your for your wholesale stuff to kick off and the, yeah. and you're obviously a market. Like, you ship bars already. you Ship bars. Where, where do you ship bars? Like, there's not a place.
1: There's really not a place in the world that we haven't sent gear. Like, I just um like like Afghanistan, like Bahamas, any anywhere in every every state in America. We've we've where shipped we? to like Canada, Alaska, like you just about name like Brazil, UK, anywhere in Australia, New Zealand. Bali, Professional athletes, there's like athletes everywhere, personal Kong, trainers like, everywhere. There's literally any any place that any place that you can really ship to, um, like Russia. Like we've only had one one real issue, and that DHL don't sh- don't actually go to um, a residential address in Russia which is probably fair enough <laughs> but like but like that, 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 that's been really the only place that like there's really if if we can get that get it to somewhere like that funnily enough just due to the internet and social media and how it all operates like there's yeah, not the really
0: figure out the shipping
1: like mate, yeah. you, what here's a good one for you you'll be so right we we started sending we started getting all these orders right from Iceland and um it, it wasn't until like they came through, like because you, so you can send it you can send it with
0: Australia Post but it costs you a well, yeah well packet. DHL
1: is like it's, it's expensive too but like it gets there but like we started getting all these orders I seen Iceland popping up and I was like oh who's ordering Iceland I never really like because like we have a direct like forty nine US yep uh, Australian dollars uh, forty nine Australian worldwide yep at that time um and then when we started coming through when it to go through to pay for it it was coming up $200 to ship a tib bar to the Iceland and we started getting pumped and i was like who the fuck is buying tib bars in iceland next minute i get an instagram message from the captain of the uh the usa bobsled team and all these bobsledders are onto it because it's like helping with their knees and helping them run faster like you know how they yeah 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 they run it because of like what it does like how it makes like the elasticity in the, the legs, and it makes you actually Funny move enough, faster.
0: I, I designed a bobsled suit in my time, really. <laughs> yeah, like, this <laughs> is one of my fun facts.
1: But, but w- we had these bobsledders, and it was only the fact that I was like, Who are these people that are buy- from Iceland buying this gear? And it was only the fact that he'd messaged me saying, Hey, just wondering, um, have you guys changed your shipping? And I sent him a message back, and I was like, I looked at his thing, like 20,000 followers, captain of the USA bobsled team. I sent him a message back and said, you were costing me a fortune. So I had to change the things. I was like, here's a code if like anyone from like, like whatever, but like I had to jack my prices up, bro. And he's like, yeah, that's fair enough. Like it was literally costing me money to send my, to send send But like, it was just so much trial and error. Like international was trial and error. Like we were sending gear and it cost us so much money. Like, i sort of said from day one i was like look let's just get geared to people if it costs us money it costs us money but if we're the first person in that country then we're the first person in that country we'll only spend it once and i I just always believed that we were going to expand more than just having that one person yeah, yeah. that did it so if we got burnt on that first order we would then just adjust it in the website and then we would change things that way yeah but yeah. like you could quite easily probably sit there and go through all the analytics and do all that sort of stuff. But I'm like, I'm always of the, the, the mindset that like just run and, you know, run and work it out. Like as you go, because if you don't like run when you're working it out, you end up getting caught in the weeds. And then next minute, like you've got someone that's off to the races already. Yeah. You're like, Oh, that was where I was supposed to be, but I was too busy working out. Like, three dollars shipping to try and get to somewhere yeah absolutely yeah but yeah Mate, it's,
0: it's good that's good advice run just run just run, figure it out just figure Mate, it so out so many people everyone that I come on here i'm like what's your like what's your they're like just say yes and figure it the fuck out that's exactly every it. time just every say single yes,
1: time say yes and run just run fast and figure it and try out. not to burn all your cash
0: in the process <laughs> make <laughs> sure not, what you're running for to give you've, got, to you've
1: got a good product if you're gonna run just make
0: sure you've got a good product run. And that you don't burn too much cash. Don't burn too but much you're gonna, cash. You're guaranteed you're going to burn cash, but just don't oh, burn too heaps, much cash. Yeah. Mate, where can people find you? Mate, it,
1: um, inst- Instagram? I- Instagram's at the Home Gym Guys. Um, and then like you'll, you'll be able to find our website and stuff like that through there. But just the, thehomegymguy.com.au is our website. But you know, for all the ludicrous things that we put on our Instagram, just go to, go to the Home Gym Guys uh, at the home gym guys
0: jump on there you can jump jump on the website get it shipped to your door
1: give it a like and a follow give it a, give give it a give share a,
0: <laughs> give him a like give him a follow the logo is a mustache you can't miss a mustache mousse? mousse the mussy, <laughs> <A> mussy. <laughs> the mussy. he's repping a ripper it? Mm, is that just like the thing now you're just like i've been running a
1: mussy for ages and then like katie was doing the brand it was katie's fault she'd done the branding so then she started the home gym guys and we thought to ourselves like the home gym guys might be this like you know everyone loves the home gym guys you know yeah. like who's who's where do you get stuff from oh that's just the home gym guys you know they sound like a friendly guys yeah, yeah. and then like i had a mus- like i was always sort of run the mussy and katie's like well it could be like the night tick and i was like let's do it you know and just as a bit of a joke and now it's like stuff it's everywhere like it's it's everywhere and people it look, love and it it looks
0: sick in that like if you jump on their website you can see what i'm holding up the camera now but like the logo looks oh, that's probably not in focus this one might be but like it looks sick on the bar yeah like it looks sick on all the equipment like when i was in there the other day it looks so cool when people people love it, it. like
1: it yeah people love it like they you know the back of one of our things is like a turn uh like to to link onto the bar it's, oh yeah. it's a twist on thing and the but the back to twist on is a little moustache. So people like twist on the moustache and so like people sick. love it. Like it's just like a bit of a G up, but it's caught on It's in
0: the details, mate. Yes. It's all in the, details. In the details. You <laughs> are in the details, mate. Thanks so much for coming on. I love hearing stories like this, like pandemic stories, fucking nothing better than people just flying through it and just running.
1: Yeah. Thanks very much for having me on. Like it's, you know, it's like I said, it's a surreal feeling to have be on your podcast, talk about my business. Like, it's fun. Mate, yeah.
0: I remember you would come down to the markets and you're like buying shit and we'll talk. We'd be chatting and Jeremy's like, Fuck, you see how good his shit's going? Like I'm like, mate, it's really cool to hear. So he
1: keeps saying he keeps saying he's like, Oh man, you guys are going good. I'm like, I'm chasing you. We <laughs> got <laughs> we're, no, go, no, we're you.
0: going. You're going. It's all good, <laughs> yeah. mate. It's good times. Thanks so much for coming in. Give him a follow, give him a like. Jump on uh if you listen on Spotify, jump on the YouTube, have a look at the T-bar. have a look at uh have a look at the product. you got heaps of demo. Like you got heaps of exercises oh, and demos and stuff on there heaps that people shit. can, yeah. when they purchase the bar, like, there's a bunch of shit on there you can yeah. do. There's even stuff on there that's just regular gym stuff, I'm yeah. pretty sure. Yep. So Everything. lots of little hot tips. Get fit. I need to get on there myself. <laughs> <laughs> Too many of these cocktails, mate. Thanks, mate. No worries. Thanks for coming on. Love Cheers. It that's today's episode i hope you enjoyed it you know the drill like subscribe leave a review go show the shake up some love and stay connected don't forget you can watch all of our episodes on youtube also jump over to our shake up cocktail gang facebook page where you can find out who's coming up on the podcast and if you've got questions for them i'll ask the bloody questions you can also use the code shake up for 10 percent off on misterconsistent.com.au. thank you so much for listening and just remember shit that's fresh